This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 535 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Steve Davis, an AFA certified farrier hailing from Franklin, Tennessee. He is a current member of the Board of Directors of the American Farriers Association and a regular speaker at AFA conventions, as well as equine expos and local and regional club meetings. Today's tip from Steve is about farriers doing their jobs and not someone else's. But first, a word from our sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products. Does your horse or pony get fat on air alone? Is he living on a dry lot or turned out with a muzzle? Can you not feed him more than a tiny handful of grain and a little hay? Well, then you need microphase. Microphase is a great way to ensure your horse or pony gets all of the nutrients he needs to stay healthy without adding calories to his diet. Microphase contains the vitamins and trace minerals not found in grass or hay ensuring that your easy keeper gets everything he or she needs to stay healthy without the extra calories. And your horse will eat it right out of your hand. Feed as little as two ounces per day so it's efficient as well. There are no added fillers, just good quality ingredients, including natural vitamin E and gut conditioners. Not every horse needs a supplement, but when they do, turn to Kentucky Performance Products to provide affordable, effective, research-proven supplements that work. It's that simple. Ask for Kentucky Performance Products Microphase by name at your local tack or feed store, or visit them online at kppusa.com and on Facebook. Just search Kentucky Performance Products. Now, enjoy today's tip. And thanks for stopping by again, Steve Davis, AFA Certified Farrier Extraordinary. Now, let me start that over. Thanks for stopping by, AFA Certified Farrier Extraordinaire. (laughs) It's the end of the day. (laughs) What have you got for us? My horse has an abscess. Can you come open it up? Oh, boy. You're talking about opening up a can of worms. Really? Yes. There is a very fine line on what we as farriers are allowed by law to do to your horse. There are practice acts, veterinary practice acts, that vary from state to state. Of course they do. Anything dealing with live tissue, we are not allowed to touch. However, some veterinarians will allow you to open an abscess if you're qualified. If you're not qualified, if you're not qualified, you still there? Yep. We're going to have to start over. I'm sorry. That's all right. All we have to do is just start over. (laughs) All right. Can we start over? Sure can. Three, okay, I'm two. so sorry. That's all right. That's why we record them. 
And here we are again with Steve Davis, AFA certified farrier extraordinaire, who is going to have for us some nugget of farriery knowledge that will enlighten you beyond belief. What's it going to be today? My horse has an abscess. Can you come and drain this abscess for me? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, in several states, they have a veterinary practice act which says you must be a licensed veterinarian veterinarian in order to deal with live tissue. And we have a very fine line between us as farriers and what we deal with with your horse and what the veterinarian must do. The only time we should ever open an abscess is under the supervision of a veterinarian. That being him saying, can you open this up for me? Can you drain this for me? In that case, yes, you can do it. Hmm. It is a, we cannot deal with live tissue. And when you open that capsule, you're dealing with live tissue. So A lot of farriers don't know where that line is. And some of us get in trouble sometimes. So be careful on what you ask your farrier to do because you don't want to get him in trouble with the veterinary practice. So when a farrier does, I think it's called a hoof resection, when you have like white line disease and things and you see Mm -hmm. the icky gooey pictures of them taking Mm -hmm. lots and lots of hoof off. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously a farrier does that because unless a veterinarian has had some really specialized training, he's not going to Mm -hmm. be doing it. That has to be done under the, quote, guidance of a veterinarian? Depending on which state you live in. Oh, okay. And, and your farrier needs to know these things, and, he, and I'm sure he does. There are, there, are, um, there are some ramifications that appear when we do more than we are allowed by law to do. If I do a hoof resection on your horse, and I've done several of them, but it was either with a veterinarian or under his direction, if I do that and I mess up or something goes south with that capsule and that horse, somebody's head is going to roll, and it's usually going to be the farrier. Ooh, now see, now you're getting to the, the meat of the matter. I hadn't even thought about this. There's the whole a veterinarian has liability insurance, and I'm sure is required by law to have liability insurance, irregardless of the whole separation of duties according to the law with the Veterinarian Act. Does and this is, do farriers carry liability insurance? Is that something that's the norm? If 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 they don't, it's a shame. Um, I guess it would depend on the type and quality of horses that that particular farrier works on. I go into some very nice barns. If I light my forge and a spark flies into the shavings bin and I burn the barn, I'm liable. Yeah, somebody's so, going to, yeah. yeah, somebody's in deep, deep doo-doo. Well, yeah. If I, if I turn a nail wrong and drive it into a horse's foot and it clips the coffin bone, 
and that horse is done, and he's a very competitive show jumper, I'm liable. And that owner can in turn sue. They can get money out of you. Sure. So you need liability insurance. So first and foremost, know the laws in your state. You must know the laws in your state. And and you all you do is go on yourstate.gov and you can do a search and you can find everything dealing with farriers and veterinarians. There you go. And, and, and for folks who are not particularly good at searching for things, um, and I'm sure there are some farriers who fall into that category, you can also call, call your state horse council, and they're really exactly. good at helping you look stuff up. Very, very much. <laughs> or call your veterinarian, a local veterinarian. They guaranteed will know. So whenever, you know, the um, good old two-by-four, your, your off-the-track thoroughbred two-by-four, Keeps getting abscesses. He's just Mr. Abscess King. Mm-hmm. Three or four or five times a year he's getting an abscess. Mm-hmm. And the veterinarian has seen the horse and has a relationship with the horse. It's like, mm, he just gets abscesses. There's, I'm not too sure why, but take care of them as they come up. From your point of view, and this is obviously from your point of view, you're in a state that has a veterinary law that says veterinarians deal with these things and farriers deal with those things. Yes. Um, at what point is it a case of, okay, it's another abscess. This is the sixth one this year. The vet knows he gets them. Can you just come and clean it out without, uh-huh. is, is the law that clean cut or is it, as most laws are, gray enough that let's say the the veterinarian decides to get their nose out of joint and cause a fuss because mm-hmm. um, Harold the farrier stopped by and opened up an abscess on 2 by 4 the OTTB, without asking. Mm-hmm. Is the law that clear-cut, or is it one of those things that because there is a past relationship between Harold the farrier and the veterinarian and 2 by 4 the law would say, well, because there's already a relationship between the three involved, this particular case, it didn't matter if you called because it's been done before and the the vet said, sure, it's fine, open up the thing. Or is it just too gray for that or too new for that? It is gray. It is gray. And it, it is something that we deal with almost weekly. Really? Wow. The, if 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 you live in an area where you have a very... Um, uh, active veterinarian who's the sort of the equine guy, uh, it would behoove you, excuse the pun, to contact him and say, you know, oh, sorry, he's got another abscess. Can I have my farrier open this up and drain it? If your farrier is competent and knows how to do that, he may very well say, sure, go ahead. Here's the kicker. If old Sarley comes up with an abscess and... Mr. Farrier says, I can open that. And guess what? He opens it. But for some reason, the hole is a little too large, and your soul prolapses. Now you had, that, had that once. Oh, it was icky. That's a bad deal. So it comes down to the skill, the knowledge of your farrier, and his working relationship with the veterinarians. Those two things, and those two things alone, will shine light on the fact of 
he can or he can't. And you have to make the call. But I always, always err on the side of caution and ask the veterinarians first. Because it's just a headache you just don't need to have. It's a headache you do not need to have. And that way, you're somewhat covered. But if you dump in there, do it. And once again, it goes south. It's not a pretty picture. That's so very interesting. I know locally here, um, I can't, I would bet you seven out of ten people I talk to that are dealing with abscesses, they just call the farrier out of hand. It's like, well, that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. How, that's very interesting. It'll, it'll be interesting once this, this tip is out there in the world on the air. Um, what kind of feedback we get from different parts of the country, how people deal with it, because I'm sure it's different regionally. It's different regionally and depends on the activity of the equine veterinarians in your particular area and the 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 area of expertise of your farrier. And, I mean, they'll do everything from castrate goats to, you know, <laughs> in different parts of the, of the country. So, I mean, it, it really doesn't apply. It mainly applies, I, I feel like it mainly applies to the population where there's a huge equine population. And like Lexington, sort of, Kentucky. So, like <laughs> yeah, Lexington, we got a lot of... Which, yes, yeah. and, and here, I mean, you know, it's like farriers. You can shake a bush and 40 farriers will fall out of it. Well, it's about the same... <laughs> And here in our area and where you are, you've got, hey, you know, hey, Steve, I, I can think of dozens of, fair, of veterinarians up there. You, you just hit on another tip idea. Shake a bush, 40 farriers fall out. We're going to do a tip on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. I'd love it. <laughs> well, thank Call you once again. Call your veterinarian Call. and save yourself some heartache. Call your vet, save yourself some heartache. The vet will say, sure, go ahead, and you're done. You're done, man. You're good. Or the vet will say, ah, you better not do that. i got to come yeah. see him. There's something weird going on in that foot. Exactly. There we go. Exactly. Well, once again, great information and uh, so entertainingly provided. <laughs> we appreciate your time this afternoon, Steve, and we'll see you around. I aim to please, Jennifer. There you <laughs> Well, there you go. Thanks so much, Steve. Maybe uh, next year he'll start the, instead of the Redneck Comedy Tour, he'll be doing the uh, Farrier's Comedy Tour. To listen to all of Steve's tips here on Horse Tip Daily or to contact him about speaking at a function, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop down menu. And all of our experts are right there and easy to find alphabetically. To learn more about the AFA as well as fascinating stuff about who's and farriery, go to AmericanFarriers.org. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.